Hey, it's Taylor, and welcome back to Beyond Basketball, where we apply the deep game principles not only to basketball, but to your overall growth and development and your life as a whole. And so if you're into this type of material, make sure that you hit the link in the description where we have a special gift for you that I'll explain more about at the end of this clip. Enjoy. So along the way, as we take action in the direction that um, we think our vision is going, we're going to begin to get signs from life that yes, we're on the right track or no, little bit to the right, little bit to the left. So <laughs> going back to that sense of rightness, the right path tends to unfold very effortlessly. Being in the flow means being in the flow. It means not needing to row because the current's carrying you. That's the ideal scenario. There was this woman, her name's Kutira, who lives on Maui. When I was first about to not live on Maui, but I stayed for, I think, like three or four months, uh, many years back, I lived on her property because she had this piece of land with like multiple units that were private. I rented one of them from her. And one day she just like called me in for coffee to like chat or whatever and get to know me. And she told me about when they started building that piece of land. So I think 30 years ago they had bought the land in Maui. And at the time it was just overrun with jungle. It's like pure wild jungle, which is beautiful, but not livable. So her and a few of their friends kind of get this idea of where they want everything to be on the land. They're like, okay, we want this house here, this house here, this house here, the trails this way. And they start acting. They start like cutting through the jungle with machetes and clearing the path. So they clear the path that they want and inevitably, in a very short period of time, the path would grow back over. And so this happened, I think she said, like two, three years in a row. They'd clear the path and then they'd leave to go back to where they lived full time, because this was a side project at the time. They'd come back and the path would have grown over. And finally they realized they need to cut the path where the jungle wants the path to be. <laughs> And so they looked at where the clearings in the jungle were, the natural clearings given the land, and then they cut paths based on where the jungle already naturally wanted to be. And what do you know? Now they have this beautiful piece of land with these natural paths that like weave throughout the whole thing in between the jungle, in between the private plots of land with structures. And the land kind of told them how it wanted to be built upon. So if they never took that feedback, they probably would have chalked the whole thing up to a failure, a waste of money, right? Like this land is not livable. It's too wild. It's too wild. It grows too fast, but they listened. So that's no different than in the case of my hip injury turning into EGT. I could have just run my hip into the ground, you know? I could have kept on pushing to be a basketball player, but... The feedback, you know, I don't know how willingly I took it. I can't remember, probably not that willingly. Nonetheless, the feedback allowed me to iterate. So what's required here is taking multiple perspectives, not just being locked into the tunnel vision, the paradigm that we're fixated on and we're acting towards, but taking alternate perspectives of what that path may become based on the feedback reality is giving us. And 
what I've found in my own life and like what seems to be the case is that everything I think is a wrong initially or have in the past thought is a wrong. Every wrong is inevitably a part of a larger right. It just takes time to see it. And last year, this happened shortly after the retreat, actually. Before the retreat, I moved to Encinitas and within a week I got COVID, <laughs> like really bad. And I was looking forward to that trip in Encinitas for a long time. And then suddenly I'm sick and I'm like, what's going on? This is like, what? Seriously, <laughs> you know, seriously, I was really looking forward to this. Spend the week in bed. It cuts like one of my eight weeks that I was staying there and I was disappointed, but nevertheless, thinking, okay, at that point, thankfully, I'd had enough of that experience to think, okay, there's something going on here. Like this is a, inevitably a part of a, this wrong is part of a right. So we do the, the retreat. I go back home to Canada and my cousin who had recently divorced from um, the mother, mother of his children was like devastated, had a whole bunch of stuff going on, wanted to come to a retreat that and I were running in September and he really, really needed help. And it was like, uh, it was really special for me to have him come out and to be able to help him in that way. It was a really like an honor, frankly. And so he books his flight, the dates are set, the retreats about to run. And a week before that, my mom who I'm staying with gets COVID and I'm living in the house with her. So, I'm thinking, oh, I like I can't get sick because my cousin's already flying in. Like this retreat's happening. I'm his only assistant. Like, what do you know? Because I got COVID in Encinitas, I I was immune, and I could go and run the retreat and help my cousin. That happened to be, um, I said afterwards, that might have been the strongest weekend retreat that I've been a part of in my life. It was incredibly profound for me personally and for him. He went home so much lighter, and, but it was because I got COVID, <laughs> you know? And so it took some time, a few months, to see where that wrong turned into the right or how the wrong was a part of a larger right. But it takes that faith and trust in the feedback that we're getting. Like I said before, I've said this many times, this path really depends on your ability to trust the events of your life. And one of my principles that I, I mentioned during the Design Yourself was reality is right. <laughs> reality is right. If I'm arguing with reality, I'm the one that's wrong. Colt, you got something? Oh, I thought you put up your hand. And one kind of fanciful way of saying this could be trusting the great teacher. If you walk in to a class with like a master level teacher in whatever field it is, let's say like Elon is teaching entrepreneurship. None of us are going in there arguing with Elon on entrepreneurship, right? <laughs> that would be just like unthinkable. It's like, okay, yeah, Elon just, Tell me what you're going to tell me, right? The universe is considerably more intelligent than Elon. He's pretty smart, but like reality is smarter. And yet most of us spend a whole bunch of energy arguing with reality. 
why did this happen? This is wrong. Surrender means going with it, not arguing with the great teacher, great capital G. So there's a story I'll, I'll share. This was like a cool little example of this, of I want to get my, get my facts right. So this is from Muhammad Ali. Um, Muhammad Ali, his brother Rudy, their children, their dad buys them this brand new, like shiny red $500 bicycle to share, which in their family was not, um, not all that affordable, right? It's like a big Christmas gift. So they're riding it outside together. It starts raining. They leave it on the sidewalk because it's pouring rain and run inside this auditorium to get out of the rain. When they come back out 20 minutes, half an hour later, the bike's gone, got stolen. So Ali Cassius Clay at the time, his name was, is crying. His brother's consoling him. His brother's crying. They're devastated. Somebody tells them to go down into the basement of that auditorium where they were just like getting shelter from the rain. And there's a, apparently a police office down there. So go report the stolen bike. They go down. The police chief on duty at the time, uh, he takes their report and then he notices Cassius is like his build, his attitude. He has this kind of like uh, not quite aggressive. He's got a lot of energy. And so kind of offhandedly, the police chief says, why don't you come to my boxing class? <laughs> boxing class happens to be going on in the same basement of that auditorium. Cassius says, OK, he goes. He learns how to box, becomes Muhammad Ali. <laughs> the stolen bike sent him down to the basement to meet his first boxing coach and become the greatest boxer, perhaps the greatest athlete in history. You know, life is always trying to show us the way. Cool. So no more arguing. Yeah. <laughs> There's one more quote I've got here, William James. We are like dogs barking at the injustice of the universe when our keeper goes out to go buy us some more food. <laughs> hey, it's Taylor. If you enjoy this type of beyond basketball material, then I'd like to share something with you. So for the last few months, I've been writing a daily email newsletter for a small group of our deep game students who are interested in applying these principles beyond basketball to life as a whole. So we discuss things like finding your path in life, your purpose, even uh, advanced meditation and spiritual practice, love and relationships, building modern businesses, and generally speaking, the path to self-mastery. And so if you'd like to join that email list, then there's a link in the description and you'll be able to sign up for that list. And not only that, but when you sign up, I'll give you a 90 minute talk from our deep game retreat last summer where I shared for the first time ever the ninth law of the deep game. This is some of my favorite material that I've ever released. And if you like this type of talk, then you're really, really going to love what you see in these daily emails. And of course, in the ninth law session. So head over to the link in the description and I will see you over there.